This is Channel Attitude. Your voice. Your right. Your freedom. Oh, shit! It's Vince Russo! Vince McMahon's best-kept secret. I am the anti-Christ of professional wrestling! David Arquette won the world title! I've got a wife, three kids at home, and I really don't need this shit. How can this show be so awful, Mr. McMahon? I didn't think it was. The Angle on a pole match! And Hogan, you big, bald son of a bitch! Now you're the editor, right? Mankind did it! Jumpy Jumpy! Beep Beep! Goldberg steered Russo on the cake! I'm from New York. I'll get downright nasty. This is Vince Russo's The Brand. My life has been changed forever because of this whole media scrub. (laughs) What do you think about that? Listen, have you guys ever heard of a media scrum being a life changing of it now stevie i would just think listen you would just knock knock knocking on death's door i would think that that would be a life-changing event now w- yeah. would you compare would you compare what you went through uh recently uh to uh, a media scrum changing your life no, not at all. I think um, when multimillionaires fight over uh, their guaranteed money, no matter what happens in the company, that's true, true um, struggle. I would say this. Both things are true at the same time. I was at Death Store. I was laying there. I remember the oxygen. I remember when I coded. And I heard the doctor in the background saying, quick, stat, Play the AEW media scrum on my phone <laughs> and, and, and instead of instead of the defibrillator. And very nice. Here I am today. So who's to who's to argue with that medical advice? Uh, now F thirty five for sale. Have you ever had uh you know like like Ronaldo Piven with the media scrum? Have you had a life altering? What what was the one life altering moment in your life? Uh, well, I, I I hate to call Stevie out, and I I have plenty of uh to add to that but uh what he doesn't know is that while he was incoherent in the bed down there in florida you know and, and fighting for his life that a little uh orderly came in with a mask on and he didn't even know who it was and came up to him and it wasn't he had his own media scrum moment and received a hug from this orderly and that is really what saved him and brought him back from the brink of death so uh, i think tony khan is uh his angel on his shoulder there wow, and, uh, and, you know nice yeah i woke yeah. up with white powder around my nose and on my lips too so <laughs> I don't know he had a lot of energy all of a sudden he was vibrant <laughs> uh, and full of life but he did, uh, when, he, when he leaned over and hugged me and he said i know about beer pack <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, listen, man. Even though, uh, even though I am, I, I've never done the uh, white powder in my life. From what I've heard, I think I could have used some last night while I'm watching. Jeez, it. my lord, bro! Like the whole time I was just sitting there going, "This." It, it was bad enough when I missed with you guys last week, and they did a 1.35, and against Monday Night Football, right? There was no urgency. In fact, they just went, they mailed it in even farther. And then I go, we almost have to get, not that it would matter, to allegedly write an email today. You got Cena, McAfee, and The Rock on SmackDown. What did you get on this show versus Monday Night Football, bro? 
like USA should be livid right now compared compared to what what Fox Yeah, Bill, got. they even made a comment. I don't know if you guys I don't know if you guys saw this or not, but USA put out um, you know, after the Rock's appearance, they put out a tweet that said something like uh, a great moment, uh, too bad it couldn't have happened on another night. Woo. Yeah, they, they I, I saw. I mean, I that one I saw with my own eyes. Is it time to reach out and touch someone? Oh, God, bro, please. Like, well, please. new ownership, new ownership, buddy. Yeah. Like, I, you know I, what I mean? Uh, they need to be smartened up. It doesn't seem like new ownership right now. No, no, it does not. It does not. Guys, can we, can we, you know, again, this, this is a shit show, but can, can we, can I just say something once and for all? Because everybody, I swear, people people get so suckered in, and you know they 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 believe the narrative. Let let me let me please explain something to you here, and you guys may disagree with me, and that's okay. But I am going to explain it, okay? And this has nothing to do against the individual. Okay, I want the individual to be a huge star, and he's done a great job up to this point. Let me make something perfectly clear, and I'll explain why. Dominic Mysterio is not over. Let, let, let me let me explain that to you because everybody talks about how over Dominic Mysterio is because they've suckered you into believing that. And I can't tell you how many emails I get with people telling me, oh, no, Vince, oh, no, Vince, he is over, he is over. You know, my friend was at the building or my mother was at the building and I was at the building and that heat was real. Bro, let me explain the heat to you every time Dominic picks up a microphone. Bro, this has become part of the fan participation. That is all it is. When Dominic puts a microphone to his mouth, it is the equivalent of Seth Rollins' sing-along, Cody Rose's sing-along. This is the part of the show where the audience says, hey, bro, hey, bro, put the beer down. Dominic's about to talk, and we all have to boo. He is not over, bro. This this is conditioning the crowd now that every time he picks up the microphone, you're going to boom out of the building. I want to say a couple more things that I'm going to let you guys go. Bro, this is when they do this, this is the worst television imaginable. Imaginable, bro. You want to do this on a house show? This is freaking great. You're doing this against Monday Night Football. I promise you. If casual viewers just happen by some coincidence, miracle, whatever you want to call it, to be watching your show, by the third time Dominic lowers the mic, they have now turned over to Monday Night Football. I I promise you that. This is shitty TV. Now, let me explain to you why he's not over. I'm going to ask one simple question. Where is his heat, bro? Where is his heat? The guy gets beat every single week. There is no heat. I I, I remember, bro, working with Jeff Jarrett as the Intercontinental Champion, and Jeff had all the heat in the world, and Jeff once reminded me, he said, Vince, you know, I I never won a match 
Jeff never won a match as an intercontinental champion. This is how he got his heat, bro. He got counted out. He he got disqualified. There was outside interference by Tennessee Lee. The heel was always doing something heelish to get out of being beat. Thus, as a fan, now he's got heat because you want somebody to beat the heel. Freaking Dominic Mysterio gets beat every single week, bro. He got beat on this show. It is impossible, impossible, bro, for a heel to have heat. If he loses on every single show, the reason they're booing him out of the building is because this is a part of the fan participation where if you go to the live show, this is what you're going to do when Dominic Mysterio puts a microphone to his mouth. Stop with this guy is freaking over. You can't be a heel, lose every freaking match you wrestle in, and 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 have any kind of heat whatsoever, as far as I'm concerned. Stevie, what's what's your take on this? Yeah, those are all great points because that's all I thought about was these guys get beat each and every week and they run the show. How 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 do those things live together with that? And Dominic, yeah, it's very much more so, but I throw the question to you and Ben, like the fans have officially long time ago hijacked these shows. How do you recondition them to actually give true sympathy to a baby face and true heat to a heel? How do we how do we reset great reset, so to speak? How do we reset this entire product? I mean, Ben, before you go, and I'm going to give you the floor, but I have to say this with the new with the with the purchase of Endeavor. Endeavor. I can't imagine people who work for Ari, okay, watching this show and seeing the domino, the Dominic Mysterio shit and sitting there saying, Oh, bro, this shit is great. This this shit, this, I, I can't imagine one normal person watching this and thinking this is great television. Go ahead, Ben, take it away. Mm, you can call me Pavlov's dog. Ring a bell and I'll salivate. How'd you like that? All right. Bare naked ladies, Brian Wilson. A reaction is not heat. When usually you have heat, you're taking something away from the crowd that they want. And it's usually an awkward silence when a heel goes over. Because they're like, oh, son of a bitch. And like they, and you feel the air come out of the room. It's not an easy thing to deal with sometimes as a monster heel because you, you feel like they have them. But when you look back and you see the stunned awkwardness of they thought they were getting the payoff, but they got led down a path and it was taken away from them and they can F you on the way out and get a little hot. That's one thing. This Pavlovian response of call answer of it's our time to hijack the show. And he, it's just like any symphony conductor raising his hands up that way to be the focus like that, that they're mis- what fans don't understand is what, how to get heat and what it actually means just because you're getting a reaction that, that doesn't, that, that doesn't equate heat to me like of whatever it is like our time to do our thing and get ourselves over 
a heel is in control. It's not giving the power to the people in that. And really, you should want less reaction, uh, you know, otherwise you're not in control. You're just giving them what they want and they kick you around. So does he have spotlight? Does he have that? Absolutely. But all the armchair quarterbacks out there who keep writing in, uh, we appreciate you listening and what you think, but you know, of what your, what your live report is, but you really don't even know what you're talking about yeah. when it comes to uh, how a heel should be and taking things away from it. Dominic doesn't do any of that. His only heat was fighting his father. Then he did comedy with the, I went to jail and I'm hard, I'm, you know, hard as hell. Like, that's all tongue-in-cheek stuff, bro. There hasn't been anything where he's injured anyone, where he's got a, a further beef uh, that that he's really doing something to somebody. And if anything, he gets cocked and kicked around by Rhea Ripley, and everyone just gives him the rub and gives here's him a the, cute little nickname. Here's the, here's the classic, and I'm not saying just because I was involved with it, the classic way that you just described what a heel faction should be or a heel wrestler in true heat is the right to censor. Our whole id, as you would say, Ben, was to take everything cool, violent, sexy away from from the fans right. to where they wanted to see whoever wanted to bring that back beat our ass. And what Vince did, to his credit, six months, almost maybe eight months, nobody touches Stephen Richards until it counts. Yeah, we're we're now like everybody touches before there's even an angle. So that's that's the difference. And and here's the problem, Ben, exactly what you just said. Arguably, bro, the the most entertaining thing he did and the writers did and creative did was when, you know, he spent the night in jail and then he had the tear under the eye. And bro, that's forgotten. Where is that? The bro, that should be a part of the shtick every single week. That is forgotten now. They've totally forgotten about that aspect of the character. But, uh, you know, again, bro, he's not freaking over. <laughs> Stop with this bullshit. Here's a couple of big question marks. Not too. That, no, I just want to say this because I know yeah. you're going to have to answer for this on K100. It's not that he couldn't be over either. Right, right. He, he has right. all the tools to yes. do that. Yes. It, we got to quantify that it is because yes. of that they've like, well, here's his call and answer bit. And like that, that's as simple as they do it now. Yes. Here's another thing, guys. This blew me away off the top of the show. This is what I mean, bro, about. Just the details in the writing. Guys, you got to remember, I wrote for China. I wrote for China like from day one for many, many, many years. Stevie, what do we get off the top of the show? Here we have big, bad mommy. You know, mommy's running the place. Mommy's telling four guys, three guys, whatever, what to do in Judgment Day. Mommy's a badass. Mommy comparisons to China. What's the first thing freaking Dominic goes out there and says? Well, mommy's not here tonight because she got injured last week. Well, guess what, Ben? I guess mommy ain't so bad then. Like, I can't imagine, bro, Triple H going out there and saying the ninth wonder of the world, China, is not here tonight because she got hurt last week. I I mean, I got to ask you, Ben, do they do that purposely? Because when he's telling me Rhea Ripley is home licking her wounds, well, now you've killed her because I guess she's not a badass after all. 
No, not at all. Maybe they uh, watched some Stevie Rich wrestling analysis channel and had a creative change of heart this week. But, uh, where is that? Uh, where If she's that laid up, we should have shot footage of Dominic waiting on her hand and foot and, Mommy, can I get you this? And being the, the submissive, right, of, of what it is. Instead, he's just in the ring. Every injury is an opportunity to further that storyline, especially even if they're feigning that injury. or. If she isn't there, where is uh, Naya to come and do something to Dominic while his back is turned? You know what I mean? And the fact that she's not there to protect him, or if you wanted to go real comedy with it, that she tries to seduce him while she's not there because he's a cock and can get let around. So you trade one dominatrix for another, and then she gives him the old choke and poke on the side, and maybe he falls for her. Who knows? But like just to stand there in the ring once again and really say nothing only to have DJ Jazzy Def pump up the volume on the fucking booze. <laughs> what the hell's on over on football, bro? They're like none of it's all not one but two games. Yeah, two yeah, games insulting, bro. Insulting. Yeah, but thank God, uh, thank God. As uh, as Ben would say, Stevie, um, Cody to the rescue because right. he did save the scene, bro, by referencing uh, Urkel and Laura Winslow uh, from 1990. Yeah. A yeah. cool hip Cody Rhodes. Like, seriously, bro? We're going to talk about Urkel and you're the cool dude? Wasn't the, uh, I, I thought the checkered pink suits and uh, pocket watch was the giveaway. I don't know why you're, <laughs> you're late to this party. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I got to tell you guys, like, uh, th- this was the worst thing for me, bro. Bro, this, bro, bro I can't I can't believe how they don't understand the effing fundamentals. Okay? Stevie, Ben, we go to commercial break with the hook of Kevin Owens has something to say. So now, Ben, now now we we shoot the in-ring. And what do we have, bro? Guys, please understand. I know what the F I'm doing. Understand this. Let me explain to you why. We've got, we've got Kevin Owens sitting on top of the third rope because Kevin Owens thinks that's cool. And what do we got, Stevie? We got Cody on the whole other side of the ring. Where's the danger, bro? Where's the danger? Freaking Owens needs to be delivering that promo right in Cody's face, right up in his grill. Because think about it now, bro. I I can't go to Monday Night Football now. These two make these two are gonna go. And if you got Sammy being uncomfortable trying to get in the middle of them, but the fact, bro, that he's sitting in the corner, I don't know if he thinks he's Raven. I don't know what he, he's sitting in the corner. Cody's across the whole other side in the ring. There, there's no risk of danger. I mean, my God, Ben, this is such basic bullshit. You mean to tell me whoever is the agent of this match, Pritchard sitting in the back? You don't understand this freaking concept, bro. Yeah, the stage picture was way apart, so you got to shoot it wide, and there is no air and opportunity. There's no uh, flashpoint, right? And I'm I, I turn to Ref Cyburns. I go, look at this. Like, here's where your heat is. Kevin Owens is ten times more Dusty Rhodes 
than Cody Rhodes is in this stage picture. And that's what should be called out where he picks his pocket watch out, his little pocket square and goes, look at you, look at you, stupid neck tattoo, dyed hair, $2,000 suit. You think you're a man of the people. I'm the man of the people. You know, the, you got them all fooled. And he goes, I might respect what you've done. And we got a lot of friends and, and mutual friends in common. But uh, right now with whatever's going on, we, we might have to be on the same side, but that don't mean I got to respect you. Instead, yeah. it's instead we're throughout this whole show. We went right to the worst of AEW storylines. Well, He's my friend, and he used to be your friend, and now they're friends, and we do it in that angle. Then we do it with the girls' tag team. We're true friends, and you only know you can be a tag team if you're friends, everybody. Like, when did you see Hawk and Animal going, this is my friend? Yeah! (laughs) Like, what the fuck is going on with this stupid sandbox elementary school shit, dude? Uh, That is the dumbest and laziest writing and it doesn't even fit any writing convention. Please tell me biblical stories. I mean, the only person that you tell biblical stories about that had friends would be Jesus and the apostles. And look up what happened to every single one of Jesus and his friends afterwards. It wasn't pretty. A lot of them got beheaded, got their saw, uh, got their crotches sawed off, got stoned to death. So, you know, it might have been cool for a while with Judas hanging out, but things didn't go too well for everybody being friends. And we yeah. don't tell that story. Yeah. God, Stevie, this was so boring and it ended so flat. It was like, bro, if you if you guys were going to position this this way and this was the out, you wh- why didn't you shoot this in the back? The, 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 this was not I, I have in huge letters here. Boring. This entire segment was boring. It went nowhere. And Stevie, like you keep saying, there's two games on the other channel. Well, there's two games on the other channel, and let's just break everything down as far as what you're looking at aesthetically. You're looking at Monday Night Football. You're looking at these larger-than-life football players. You're looking at them moving as fast as, like, you know, they're more fast than we can humanly possibly imagine. And then we turn to Monday Night Raw with three regular-looking dudes in the ring, and you're just like, you know, and you're coming off, like, Friday night, I'm going to make this point again, Ben. You expect, like, wow, we saw Rocky. We saw Pat McAfee. We saw John Cena. It's the same company, so they should be on Monday, but they're not. So are you going to tune in next week knowing, oh, it's just SmackDown that gets all the big names, not Raw? Yeah. yeah. Let's talk about the heart of this scene, even though it's we spent way too much time already. There's three white guys in the ring arguing about uh, a Samoan dude who left the bloodline to come over here, who's a hip-hop African-American knockoff act in order to get over. And they're worrying about it's going to join Team Emo Pussy Hot Topic and dye his hair purple. This is the id of what they're arguing over. That's a real concern for most people. That's a real thing. Right. I mean, that's what people what are fighting. Not the recession. No. Well, let's <laughs> get that. let's let's get to the meat of uh, of you guys and you know what what you do because bro, I'm I'm watching this uh Ivar and Kofi, and I'm like, okay, bro, Kofi literally it, it weighs half of what I've literally half, literally half. This dude 
Moon salt, so, Kobe. Fucking believable. I and lost my Kobe mind. kicks out. So, bro, you can't beat a guy half your weight with a moon salt. Who are you going to be? But, 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 Ben, I believe, I believe, Stevie, we've seen this theory a million times, and they said it at the end of the show. At the end of the match, they were putting over, oh, my God, Ivar made a statement today, and Ivar stood out tonight. Because you know they're thinking of, they're thinking is, well, bro, if if Ivar has a good match with Kofi, then Ivar is going to get over. Bro, the dude couldn't beat a guy half his way with a moonsault. Stevie. I really don't know what, I mean, now that Vince doesn't own a company, but it's still essentially the same exact people that are in charge that when I was there, and I'm giving personal experience, they were telling me I was too small to be intercontinental champion, and I can't do the super kick anymore because Sean's coming back. He's not back yet, but in the next few weeks, Sean will be back. Get yourself another finish. We can't have anybody super kicking. Only one person can do a DDT, and guess what? I prefer that back then to this because at least then I can go, okay, I'll do a move and hopefully they'll protect my finish the way they're doing this. Also, okay, I'm not a small guy, but I understand there's some monsters around here. So, but now it's the opposite. Now, like Ivar, like you said, with the moonsault and what they're thinking is new day is so over. He'll get just, he'll get a rub just from having Kofi kick out of his moonsault. I I don't know. This isn't the same company, but they're sure as hell most of the same people in charge as there were back then. Yeah. Ben? It it hurts to even say it because I want to hold both these guys in higher respect than than what I see in that. Is the moonsault incredible from a guy that size, 350? Huh, you're goddamn right. You even heard him on commentary go, what's it going to take to put him away? Yeah, pull out a shotgun and shoot him in the chest. Because you just fucking dropped a 350-pound moving anvil on the guy's fucking chest, and you feel the finish. One, two, not kick out. Oh, like, you go, kick out. Oh. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? That was the finish. So the agent's a moron. These guys are are not putting each other's stuff over. And the wrestling psychology, much like Stevie broke down in the Nia Jax-Reyes segment, is completely wrong. And then they go forward and do more wrong, where – when Naya gave uh, the girl the gimmick on the outside, Rodriguez, that should have been the count out in it, right? And said she slides in to take the pin. On this, if the whole thing is here comes the Hindenburg coming in on me, oh, the humanity, and you got to stay alive, don't take it and bury the guy's shit. Roll out of the way. Let him eat shit. You're already down. Double down. Feed up. And now you can come back on him. Instead, you took it, buried it, and we felt the finish bus pass us by. And now, okay, here's three more minutes of overbooked dips. And the, the, unless he goes up there and does a shooting star press or a 450 splash, there's nothing else he can do to get the crowd higher than would have been on that fucking finish, especially if we're going home the exact same way. But if we got to keep a guy like Kobe, alive the threat of violence is just as important as the violence itself rip rogers 101 so you see the moonsault move on it die and let it be the double down do not bury a guy's shit like that 
it's yeah. almost disrespectful to both of them as over veterans as they are and as much money that they made that they would even not understand or, or even do that kind of stuff. Yeah. Too. And, and bro, I, I got to believe behind this too, bro, because th- this is how they book. Well, what, what do you got now, bro? Well, now you've got his partner, challenging Xavier Woods next week. So that that's what this is all about, bro. It's going to give you another match next week. Then you know, this probably- is bar, bar New Day, wash, rinse, repeat. I mean, yeah, we, we, exactly. we've been through this for five years, bro. Okay, let, let, let's, uh, let's move on to two very important things. First of all, like Stevie, I cannot believe <laughs> how they totally wasted all that money and all that time with Ricochet and Logan Paul. Ricochet's star is is lower than it was prior to Logan Paul. So somehow they tied him up with Logan Paul for like three months, and he comes out of this with less steam than he had before. But what trumps that, uh, guys, is I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here. I'm going hysterical. So... Based on what happened last week, Seth Rollins knows he's going to attack Nakamura before the match. He knows this. This is a uh, what is it pre uh, pre t- what what word am I looking for? He knew he was going to do. He knew he was predetermined. Yeah, he knew he was going to do this. Right. So, guys, help me with this. So Seth knows that on, on Nakamura's entrance, he's got a match tonight. I'm going to attack Nakamura. So at w- what point does he ask his wife if he could borrow her pants suit? Bro, you know you're going to attack a dude because he's, he's, he's beat the shit out of you the last couple of weeks, and you're going to put on a lady's pants suit to freaking attack this guy, Stevie? Yeah, that was the infamous Stephanie McMahon uh, photo shoot pantsuit, if you remember from the cover of the magazine, that she kept everybody up till 3.30 a.m. for one photo. Oh, I remember my that. God. Like, what, what? Go ahead, man. Go ahead. No, I don't know. I was going to say, I, I got nothing on this one because Logan Paul should have been the, the rocket on his back. <laughs> and everybody, I, you had to, I didn't even, I can't even remember, Ben, that he actually wrestled Logan Paul. That was so far in my in my review yeah. mirror what about you um i i was just seeing more and more amateur stuff even the promo when you see he's back there oh ricochet he's warming his hands up he's excited like this is all nervous energy where you don't understand what your character is and it's manifesting itself in bodily ticks same as becky lynch catch breasts uh in the cheek or uh happy feet with bailey and moving around the ring things along those lines so I get distracted when it's amateur hour at the acting uh, academy over there instead of even knowing how to pose yourself, posture, and whatever you're supposed to be, uh, if, and you're sending a message that's as bland as can be. Uh, I don't know. Uh, it's uh, fall fashion week, maybe, and he wanted to get the fall fashion line out there and see what's going on for the Lane Bryant, uh, you know, uh, big sale that's coming up. So uh, go ahead. No, you want to you want to see how like here's the the baby face getting what they actually deserve. He got back body dropped onto the chair, but everybody leaves out that he was trying to kill Nakamura by doing the pedigree. So Nakamura just defended himself. 
that's not he. So now his back is hurt. Oh, he knew his back was hurt. So he put himself in the pedigree so he could backdrop him. That's what the commentators, it's just, man, that's just brutal. What if, what, right, what shouldn't it be he's on the cell? Nakamura sets it up, goes to do yeah. something, reverse, reverse backdrop, and if and it backfires on him, a little hope, right? Well, even then, Nakamura out wrestled the babyface who was trying to kill him. And here's the other thing too. I mean, Nakamura, like they're just they're they're. I know what they're trying to do, but it comes off as glad handing. They're like he's back to his old style and old ways before he got here. We're saying strong style or putting New Japan over, but they, it was just the hard sell on trying to make Nakamura legitimate as a badass going from Boogs and him as entrance wise. And when they when they go too hard in the paint with that and spoon feed you too much, it kind of has the opposite effect. The less is more there, maybe one or two. Of like, wow, this is a side we've never seen of this guy, but you know, in in many years, and he's done playing the game, and he's out for for real blood here. That's all we need once, but they did it seven, eight times, like oh trying to God. hit you with the dead fish, bro. I can't even. You can't even say it once because this dude is as vicious as he was before he got here. As he leans back with a yoga stretch, sticking his cock up into the ceiling. Wow, he's really a killer, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, listen, it's like me, my cat uh, laying on the bed showing his belly. <laughs> let me make a little a little diversion here. Uh, are you guys fans of Halloween, Stevie? Oh yeah, big time, Stevie. Mm-hmm. Fan Halloween. Okay, do you guys? What do you guys think is the number one uh, selling monster mask right now for a Halloween monster mask? What do you think is Michael the Myers. number? Michael Myers. Well, Ben, what would your guess be? Uh, slutty Cody Rhodes. No, you're both wrong. Oh, Would you like to see it? Yes. Okay. There it is, right there. That's it. That's that the number good. one. So, that ben. <laughs> that's the number. Ben, what, 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 bro, like, I don't, could somebody teach Stephanie McMahon how to smile? Stevie, like, I, I, she, that's <laughs> That's very, that's very much a Ron DeSantis type. She's got the worst freaking smile like I've ever seen in my life, bro. Big Steve. Uh, Big Steve, there he is. Uh, yeah, I, I, I got to say, that's egregious right there. If you eat a million dollars a year, you can't afford a bridge. You can't get a tooth. Get uh, me a tooth. I can't talk that's, about that's it. Smile. I got, that smile just says dead inside, doesn't it? It's not Baby, a, I, I, I got to be honest. I got to. Oh, wow. Who is that? Who is that? That's, that's the Oh, that's the referee, right? That's Don right there, out of makeup. Yeah. I um, I got to be honest, guys. I'm missing a couple of teeth, but I don't have a CM Punk money. Bro, if I had CM Punk money, I, I wouldn't be missing a couple of teeth. All right, let's move on, fellas. Listen. And and you know they're not going to do this. You know, and again, bro, this is where. So we got we got Baszler and Zoe against um, Chelsea. Wait, and, I gotta uh, stop you right there. My my cat just went into the ring and showed that my cat is a complete <laughs> badass. That's badass. Nakamura, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got uh, Baszler and Zoe against Chelsea and uh, Piper. Okay, and here comes Nia Jax. And Nia Jax lays all of them out. I, he, he, here's, here's where I don't have a problem, Ben. Because obviously, if I'm writing this show, 
Next week, you've got Zoe Baylor, a ba- uh, uh, what's uh, Baszler and 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 a, a, a Piper. You've got them hunting down Nia Jax because all three of those women are supposed to be badasses, right or wrong. Of course, Chelsea Green's like doesn't want to have nothing to do with her, but the these three heels should be seeking revenge next week. And guess what, bro? If none of them do, well, now, Ben, we've completely killed three other people on this roster. Shayna Baszler, bro, who who ended Ronda Rousey's career in in WWE, is not going to seek revenge against Nia Jax next week? Yeah, no, they absolutely should, but I think we're saving that for the uh, Thanksgiving food fight episode when they finally catch up. <laughs> uh, but let's call uh, Baszler and uh, Zoe Bowie from now on. We're just going to call them Bowie uh, going forward. And um, this doesn't make any sense to me to have Nia come in and do this because she went off the show with the big heat against the top woman. And now to come in and do this, it's like, I'm just here to shake up the women's division. No, you have the top storyline. So to come in here and do anything with the undercard girls confuses where we were going with that. So uh, really she just needed a promo or to get over on somebody individually, a JD McDonough, you know what I mean? Of something along those lines uh, that's uh Bloodlines, not bloodlines, excuse me, jury duty adjacent. So speaking of JD McDonough, bro, where where was he? Could could they have could could they have changed their mind about him? He was not on the show last night. No, yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's all these plot holes. Who did Nia Jax? Who did she uh, do the corner thing on last night? Who was it? Shannon. Okay, so Stevie, see, here's the thing. Rhea Ripley was out this week because Nia Jax injured her. How much you want to bet Shayna Baszler is on the show next week? Oh, so yeah. Now, She's going to Nia next week. Yeah. I, yeah now, now we know Shayna Baszler is tougher than Rhea Ripley, right? Unless Rhea Ripley really did get hurt when she didn't hold on to the ropes. Yeah. Because they look pretty rough. Yeah. I mean, I don't have no room to talk, but what do I no. know? Yeah. Uh, man, guys, this, 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 this I mean, Ben, this Adam Pierce in the middle, wrestler A here, wrestler B there. They make the match in front of Adam Pierce and he makes it official. We we do this three times a show. Are, now. are you talking about Bronson and, and yeah, Champa? Yes. Yes. How about, hey, you guys got a problem? Go out there now and solve it. Who, whatever match was on deck, fuck you. Get out there, bro. Like, this is the worst level of TV right now. It is. It is, bro. I I am waiting one time, Stevie, for Pierce to say, you know, watch it and say, you know what? I think it's over with you guys making your your own matches. (laughs) I think this is the week we are going to end. Stevie, this is what I look at seriously, bro. Ben, and I'm being dead serious now. Bro, you just cut 100 employees out of the WWE office. Can somebody explain to me why Adam Pierce is getting paid to be to be a authority figure on this show? When when that character does absolutely nothing, bro, you want to save some money. There's some money right there. Why is this dude even on the show, if these guys can just make their own matches. 
Somebody's got to say yes when they make their own matches. Freaky, you, 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 Ben, you're right. Like this is the worst level of television writing. Like, I mean, that it should build the next week of like, all right, I'm gonna at least have some sense. All right, next week you guys want it, then then that's where it's going down. Uh, but uh, right now I've got a show to run and we've got something else on deck. Like it's that simple to like. Otherwise, he looks like a foolish authority figure. Who's like. Well, I'm glad you guys came to us with this match. Otherwise, yep. we would have had to find some 20 minutes to fill. Yeah. Um, and here's the other new stupid storyline that was on this show three times. I've sat here in silence long enough. I played the game the way they want to do it, and fuck that. I'm doing it my way now. And I guess my way is walk out there and have a match. Who knew? You know, like, uh, the, they're just, it's either you got to be friends, have a friend like me, or uh, a fact of I tried to play the game like uh, they, they told me to, and it didn't get me anywhere, so now I'm going to do it this way. And what happens when that doesn't get you anywhere? Ben, speaking of my way, yeah, I might have, I might have one up on you guys. I got smartened up to this last night. Nice. Have you guys heard about this Philippines my way killer? Mm-mm. Bro, over in the Philippines, I, I, let's look this up during the break because somebody's farmed me up about it. He, here's the story, supposedly, anyway. Over in the Philippines, you, they do, you know, they do karaoke like here in the United States. Mm-hmm. Eight people, eight, I think it's eight, eight people have been murdered after singing My Way karaoke. Yeah. <laughs> so, at, the, at, the, at the same place or across the islands of Philippines? I, th- I think across the island. If somebody goes up there and sings my way, there's people waiting to murder them, bro. I, I feel like, like a serial killer, everyone, a revolution. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, so I, I got I to look that up during you the break. Somebody told watch. me about that last <laughs> night. I what you guys uh, what you guys think of the uh, Gable um, uh, Bronson rematch, Stevie? What do you think of this, bro? Well, I mean, weren't they having Bronson Reed lose like three, four matches in a row? Now, all of a sudden, Chad gave 50-50 booking. Chad exactly. got over. Now exactly. we can bring Bronson up. We're not dragging Chad down to the level right. where we have Bronson Reed. The, the match was excellent. Uh, Chad Gable selling his knee, trying to do the German, teasing the German. And then Bronson Reed did, going over with no steam was just, what is going on? I, don't, I, I have no yeah. clue. And Gunther, he doesn't want Gunther anymore. He wants to fight Bronson Reed. And shouldn't Champa want to fight Bronson? What isn't there an angle there? Yeah, well, that's the there. That's already been forgotten about, and Johnny Gargano is still missing. So you know that uh, they. Well, uh, and what 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 did this do, Ben? What did this do? It gives them Otis and Bronson Reed next week. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what this does, bro. It's head scratching though because. Watching this match, it was kind of 70-30, I want to say 80-20, right, with Bronson Reed being strong on Gable. And any wrestler watching would go, okay, I see what they're doing. They're making big man. So when Gable out-wrestles him and slips over on him, uh, he, beat a, he beat another big dragon to get back to Gunther. Instead, Bronson Reed goes over, Chad Gable dead in the water after one more chance. Okay, if you can do this and survive and get through it, then maybe we'll talk about, you know, you getting back in line for things. Instead, not only in the back of the line, you're way in the back now because you just took a loss on top of that. 
So the the psychology of this finish didn't make any sense to me. If you're going to put Chad Gable on the singles push uh, to to have him go forward, and again they're hitting you over the head with it. Corey Graves goes, the uh, the class clown bit is over with. The real Chad Gable's here. The real me. The real me. Like like we're done doing that gimmick and writing for that. Get on board with this new stuff, even though they look the same, sound the same. We'll do the same storylines. Remember when Otis was supposed to be a badass son of a bitch, like uh, Bronson Reed. And it wasn't what four weeks later, he's back doing the worm because at one show, they needed a house show spot because they tagged him with other babies and boop, there goes the heel turn. We're right back to baby and doing fucking, which is fine. I like his Chris Farley shit. But they have no roadmap for success yeah. for anybody, is my point. Well, speaking of a roadmap, let, let, let's look at this story, guys, because I have not read this yet. I saw the headline, but I did not read it yet. So we're going to read this together. I don't know if you guys saw this yet this morning. So let, let's see what was behind the Natalia match with Becky Lynch, because reported reason behind late changes to Raw, uh, according to PW Insider, Tegan Knox was originally set to answer the open challenge I- issued uh, by the new NXT Women's Champion, Becky Lynch. Is-, is that the one she took it from, or is Tegan Knox somebody else? Somebody else. She took somebody it off, else. Of, uh, off of However, the- at some point before the show, Knox was pulled from the title match and replaced by Natalia, who has reportedly earned plenty of praise backstage following her involvement in India. So we're going to reward her by letting Becky Lynch beat her. That's kind of reward. I used to get a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I don't. Yeah, bro. I don't get, listen, I don't get, um, I don't get the, uh, I I don't get like bro. Natalia delivered against uh, Rhea Ripley. Uh, She delivers again here. But I don't. What, what what are they saying, Stevie? We're going to reward her by just letting her do jobs. Well, Ben has said it. I've said it too. Some of the biggest marks are actually in the office and in charge, and they think that an actual worked loss in a wrestling match becomes the fact you cannot really win a match. They they take out the whole element of saying we told you to lose and just hey, I haven't won a match in months, as Tony Gray would say, but. With this, they're they're thinking right now because Becky is kind of above her in the the push sense. Man, it's just an honor just for you to be in the ring with Becky Lynch. Like Natty's not has no lineage or multi generational family of wrestlers. They're saying she's lucky to even get pinned by by a top woman wrestler. I've I've had that I've had that said to me. Your 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 buddy from TNA, the writer. I had said, well, why are we doing this match with AJ and myself, the one where I, I botched the Styles Clash? He goes, Stevie, you, you should be lucky to even be in the ring with AJ Styles. <laughs> Matt Conway told me that <laughs> I was going to fucking knock him out That's right on the spot. Guy. That's another guy. My, yeah, yeah, but you know what I got a real pet peeve with, bro? I, I, got, I have a pet peeve with like people you really, really, really took under your arm and got them raises on multiple, multiple occasions. And then when you leave, you never, ever, ever hear from these people. Really? Seriously? Yeah. Yeah. 
I, and that's another I know you thing. Mentored Matt. You spent a lot of time. I saw on TNA. You really? Oh, bro, forget. Bro, I got bro. Please, bro. Come on. I, I, I spent more time with him than I spent with Will for crying out loud. Never, never hear from the guy. And here's another thing, Ben. Uh, Velvet. Uh, my girl Velvet put out a uh, 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 did an interview or something, and she always says there would have been no no beautiful people without Vince Russo, bro. There was beautiful without Vince Russo at the 1000 show. Vince Russo didn't get no free. Bro, can I tell you something, Ben? I put 10 years into that company. Bro, the show's in New York. It's in New York. Nothing. Nothing, Ben. We're gonna we're, we're gonna bring in all we're, we're gonna bring in all our friends and you know Gail and Mickey and the we're bringing all our buddies and bro, you know what they they can they could all eat me, bro. They could. I, I swear to God, bro. These these people in the freaking wrestling business like just just absolutely suck. Absolutely suck. Yeah, I'm sorry, man, that, that you're uh, you're stung by that. I know things like that would eat me up too. Absolutely, bro. I'm 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 not. I got to be honest with you, Ben. I'm not I'm not stung by it at all because you guys know. Let's be honest. Uh, unless they would have paid me out the ass, you guys know I don't like to leave. They should they should have. That would have yeah. fucking got that yeah, would have got viewers and people it, talking. It, it doesn't sting my ass. It doesn't sting my ass. It's just that. Bro, do the right thing. Like it's right. it like exactly. just do 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 the freaking right. Th- I could care less that I was on a show that nobody watches, but do the freaking right thing. Like give me a freaking break. But mm-hmm. but anyway. So Stevie, you got to make a hard decision here. Okay, Stevie, you know what this is almost like. Stevie, how many cats you got now? Not enough. How so, many? Three. Three cats. You know, Stevie, this is like you're somehow, bro, you wind up in a in a paddle boat in the middle of the uh, Pacific uh, Ocean, you and your three cats. What is starting to come on the boat, Stevie? A very important question before you go further. <laughs> Am I Obama chef or not Obama chef in this situation? Uh, not Obama chef. Okay, I get to live. Bro, did you see the picture I saw on social media like – Bro, Obama and Michelle have been were in this like. Did you see this picture? No, I'm not familiar with Michelle. Uh, Obama, yeah. Well, bro, they're in this. They're in this little boat. The two of them. Michelle's in the front, and Obama's in the back, and they're 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 paddling. Bro, she's twice the size he is. You, I'm looking at this picture and I'm like, bro, listen, I've heard all the stories courtesy of you guys, but I'm looking at this picture and I'm like, bro, my wife ain't twice the size I am, uh, you know, from, from, from a, 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 a physical point of view, bro, she's twice the size he is. And, and I'm talking muscular. Uh, yeah, you're the one who doesn't ever want to talk about this stuff. I fingers don't lie, right, Ben? Yeah, yeah. Let's and, get back and, to the, and the cock flopping around too. That is, yeah. yeah. Okay, let's get back to the cat, Steve. I do miss her. She could fight off a spine infection with that with that back. That spread. I, I got to see if I can find that. Picture. I'll see if I can find the picture between shows. Uh, Stevie, the, the 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 boat's taking on a lot of water. Uh, we 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 got to throw one of the cats overboard. So you so now now you've got to make a decision. One of the three cats has to go, Stevie. Okay. 
this is the now you're going to be faced with a decision next Monday night. Do you know what the game is next Monday night, Stevie? No, not offhand. It does, does it really matter? No, not at all. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who's playing, bro. But you're gonna next week, bro. You're gonna have to make a decision uh, between Monday Night Football and the big match uh, between uh, Dominic Mysterio and Tiger uh, uh, Jit Singh Lee. Uh, who? What are you gonna choose, bro? They're gonna be on at the same time. You can only choose one. What are you gonna pick? Do I have to make pretend uh, to have a dramatic pause to to think about this, or is this a is this a rhetorical question? How would they, how would they, bro? I, first of all, I had no idea who this guy was. All I saw that he had he had dragon written on something. So I'm like, okay, bro, he's dragging somebody. Ben, is there is there one person that cares about this match next week? No, I don't think so. But here's what I do think that this is a, a very telling thing that if we were still consulting, uh, we would. And and by the way, sidebar, Philadelphia Eagles versus Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And oh, okay. Yeah, there you L- go. L- LA versus Cincinnati Bengals. So two. They're throwing double header Monday night football to really crush raw. So they have two games. And not only that, this one starts at seven fifteen. So there's no lead in and chance for the 815. So they're kicking them in the tits 45 so minutes. So they're doing they what AEW, do what we told AEW to do, to start early. To counter, counter. <laughs> they yeah. already out-wrestled them. They already out-wrestled them. Sorry, your wow. your question once again, because I did have an answer for it. Um, I forget what my question was. What, what, what? Or who's Dragon Lee and why oh, should we yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Here's the telling thing. They bring up uh, Ludwig Kaiser's hot little number girlfriend, and Becky takes the belt off her, right? So she's on TV. We didn't have any introduction, no. I'm sure we'll get the vignette packages for in four months, as Stevie would say, right? Now here comes Dragon Lee. Here comes a couple others that they want to get to the main roster. To me, this is introducing characters and pushing them through very quickly because I think the days of NXT are coming to an end very quickly by the end, possibly. Yeah, no, Ben, I was telling everybody what you said last week. And I mean, you came up with a um, uh, you you came up with a case, bro, that to me just made all the all the sense in the world. Especially if you're right now with this backing it up to rush characters to get to that point. Uh, even though I saw that they're having another tryout and 13 more maybe recruited and Jade Cargill and others jumping that the creatives already writing stuff for her to come to the main roster. Well, she has a lot of reps left in, in developmental to get it. But if they're already writing for the main roster, all signs to me point that something big is coming up here. And it might not be the worst thing in the world to release these uh, in the bubble train talents and put them on the road in all territories from Canada to Mexico uh, to Florida to, to the Northeast to uh, going to the UK and Japan, because then they're actually going to become well-rounded workers who have to learn how to work different crowds in different scenarios. Now they may put down the rule with, you can only work with some approved indie talents as opposed to being like, go out and work whatever indie goof you want who might hurt you. But you know, I, I, when I see these types of moves with unintroduced characters of like Dragon Who, and they, I don't even think they had the lower third to get his name over. I'm like, so, who? who is going to freaking watch this game, bro? 
And, I, and, I, and a lot of that coming from developmental is when guys will get called up on the road to go and just sit at, at, at raw and be backstage and stay small. You're like, Oh, he's going up to the main roster next. That's how it was in OVW back then. So I got to believe some of that is still there where dragon Lee and a couple others get invited and then they're up on there. But yeah, I mean, she set the world record right here. You know? Yeah, look, she's always in a great mood. Eh? She's always so happy yeah. every picture. I'd be like, she... yeah, bro, she's a beast. I, like, like, I she could be mad her. because he's not. Yeah, he's not paddling hard enough. Not, oh probably... my, bro! Wait, hold on. I think there, there may be more. Like, bro, like, come on, man. Yeah, come on, man. Indeed. Yeah. All right. I, I enough, Ben. All right. I, let's let's move on. Guys. Hey, I want to. I want to uh, just have an alternate theory to what Ben says. You can hit the music. We haven't had the I'm music. Gonna, I, as soon as you said alternate theory, bro, I went for my uh, my caster over here. We we all know that usually you said you know these people in professional wrestling, these people that run these companies, they are some of the most spineless. We'll use Vince's term, cowards, when it comes to legitimately just sitting down and saying you don't have it what it takes. You're not good enough go out and get better. We have to release you. What they want to do by bringing all these talents up in such an accelerated fashion is have them not get over. Then they have the excuse to let them go. Wasn't our fault. They wouldn't get over creative. Has, what they're trying to do is do those budget cuts, but giving this talent enough rope to hang themselves with and not have to take the blame. There's a weird, like they want to cut the, they want to cut the throats but yeah. they don't want anybody to tell you, hey, you cut their throats. Am I yeah. off with that, Ben? Yeah. No, you're, you're definitely, that's part of the the win-win for them <laughs> is how they see it instead of getting no return on investment. Where is Killer Cross? Oh, man. You know, you know like uh, the, the, these things are just mind-boggling to me. And then they'll have Tazawa out of nowhere do a get-over, right? Like, I think uh, where's Baron Corbin? Where is um what's Buddy with the long hair who did the the Elon Musk cryptocurrency gimmick? Uh, Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes, where we introduce these characters and they just get full. Johnny Gargano, Gargano, Candice LaRue, uh, Tegan Knox is there. Knee injury comes back, then not there and pulled like. They put a lot of thousands of thousands of hours and dollars into these, uh, you know, performers, and we're, you're getting nothing back on them. But when they cut them, they go, ah, see, they didn't get over. Well, ribs on you that you spent money and got no return on your investment. You just invest in shitty stocks and lose two hundred thousand dollars and go, God, my boy, I won that game. <laughs> yeah, like, no return. No, I gotta tell you, what what no what harder? Yeah. Yeah, I got to tell you one, one, one thing that nobody, bro, nobody, nobody, nobody I, I don't know what it is, bro. Nobody sees the things that I see, but I, bro, I thought this was pretty like, really, bro? bro, bro, rock has not been on their show for four years, four years. Okay, bro, we're going to pay rock to make a stop by at SmackDown. God, God, bro, God knows how much. That that cost them for 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 Rock to do that, okay, bro. But he hasn't been Poss- on the show. Possibly before. zero, possibly nothing. I, uh, I'll, I'll tell you but, why later. Go ahead. Okay, but here's my point. If it, I I I don't I don't think I, I I don't think Rock's doing that for nothing. But here's and, and I know he's in Denver with uh, football, and I know all that. I understand that. But here's my point, bro. We're gonna have the Rock on TV on SmackDown at SmackDown. <laughs> The same day we cut 100 people, 
<laughs> like because bro if if they did pay rock for that one appearance how many of those people could they have paid for an entire year bro and i'm looking at that i'm saying man of all days to bring the dude back bro what was more appear- valuable though was the one night at a rock he was probably more valuable and had more people talking about wwe than these people would all year yeah oh so- yeah but if, yeah, but if i'm if i'm one of those people you know, but anyway, so why do you think Ben might have been on the cuff? Well, what, you're on it right there as a big PR. See who's back and whatnot, even though the, I, I caught a huge promo on the SmackDown review of insane. I don't care if you only had 24 hours, if he just showed up to do McAfee's show and you booked it then. To have them walk out as a surprise and the ratings only a 2.4 instead of up from a 2.2 and the whole business is to get over Austin Theory, which I thought he did a good job in there, but then they start cutting out asshole out of there and ruin the whole segment. So now the segment is trash and they're like, well, people are calling their friends. This is what I get armchair quarterbacked on, uh, on Twitter about. They're calling their friends. I like these surprises of the Attitude Era. Yeah. I like surprises too. Guess what the difference is? This ain't a 6.0 rating, fuckface. Yeah, yeah right. right exactly, they're, they're like you, you want to get max value out of it and have a 4.2, and it's the kickoff show of Endeavor. Then you go, Endeavor's going all out. We're bringing The Rock, John Cena, and and Pat McAfee could have been the surprise, and yeah. that would have been enough, like it was. And and you could add 4.2 million people. And then from there, now people tuning in to see The Rock are going to get to see Austin Theory for the first time. So now we've actually gotten some payoff. And under Endeavor, they can go, see, we brought back The Rock for week one underneath us. So we're raising uh, and, and mark out people in advertising. will then pay a higher premium for your advertising space. So they didn't get any value out of it except for popping some smart marks who who went like, it's just like the old days. Well, it's not. And you're fooling yourself. Um, Here's the, here's the, here's the other PR reason why I don't think he got paid. It's taking mad heat after asking, even having the balls to ask America for money for a directed energy weapon attack in Maui. I've been watching this. And his PR people are probably shitting their pants, and they go, we got to get back to our our core fan base and get over. So they put him out there, and and, and people were like ribbing in the chat when we were watching, uh, you know, because of the Oprah stuff. Wasn't two segments later, they march out street profits and drop a fucking Oprah line out of nowhere, bro, to, to, to say her name on there. That shows to me the fear and tellingness of Hollywood of what they have. And while he's on strike because the fucking writers are down or what have you, and he kicked in his little bit to them as well, that we need to, we need to make this, we need to make this a point of PR to get things back where they were because we asked up doing that That because he's owned by the new world order bro from the from biden harris sit down where he totally flipped and just became a puppet of hollywood at when i see moves like that and then they even mention oprah you're not fooling any workers out here of what's going on great point great point all right let's let's talk about the last match And, and bro because bro i i Bro, again, here's the problem. I'm looking at this stuff like I'm writing it, and okay, bro, uh, you know, the old, uh, uh, whatchamacallit, Nakamura, whoever was doing his hands, Ricochet. All right, bro, what could I do next week? That's how I'm liking it. That's, that's how I'm looking at this. I really like the end where, you know, 
you know, obviously, bro, he was never drawing. He was never adjoining uh, Judgment Day. Like, you you wasted our time for the last two, three weeks. So we do the finish. He, he lays out all of Judgment Day. That, that allows uh, McIntyre to get in the kick. McIntyre goes over. McIntyre is leaving. Judgment Day is getting heat on Jay. And then... You know, McIntyre is walking away and then he stops and he looks back and says, F him, goes again, stops. He's right on the verge of going back to help Jay. And here comes Cody blowing by him to save the day. I loved that because you can go someplace with that. I would love to see Drew McIntyre have a Big, big issue uh, with that next week. Cut the code, cut the promo on Cody. You knew I was going back. You tried to upstage me. Everybody's hero. Blah, 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 blah. I would love to see that promo, but you know, you always got to ask yourself the question are they even going to go there? Do they even realize what they have? But I, I like the timing of that and I like the way they ended the show that way last night what do you think stevie yeah i was actually that's one of the things i want to do this week for my patreon is this finish analysis had all different elements that were very good i even did one last week there was an aw collision one that was done with darby allen nick wayne roddy strong and a bunch of other people that came in and the pacing was similar everybody nobody stumbled over each other there was no real gloss overs i love the little swerve that I was like, please don't run back in, Drew. Give me something next week. Yeah. And the fact that Cody came through yes. and gave Drew the out and yeah. everybody did, you know, and even the decision thing, at least there was a thread. And then Jey Uso kicking all three Judgment Day members and going into the finish. I, I agree. I mean, this is a little bit, you can have a, a more substantial cliffhanger, but at least you gave us one. So yeah, good, I, good I on agree. that. I agree with all that, Ben. Yeah, this is when WWE does what they do at a high level. It's unfortunate that they don't pay as much attention in the breadcrumb trail to get there and that the promos and everything leading to it are, you know, as sometimes amateur hours, sometimes they hit, but you got to have them all hit. And then this would have meant even more as opposed to in the beginning where I trust what you say and I trust what you say, but I think this. So, but whatever, it's on you. Like all these things that are plotty and predicated. Like, but when we get to the actual show, don't tell action of you're dealing Sophie's choice here of which way do I go? And, and he, he makes the choice. That is the right show. Don't tell. And again, these guys are top pros. So the pacing should be there. The, in the moment, one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi, send Cody so we can get the reaction. This is what WWE does very well. And they have the, they have the top players that can pull it off. And when it comes together, you do forget about the bullshit along the way that got you to there because you're only going to remember what happens at the end and what the yep. business is at the end and the finish. And when they cut it up in a two-minute package, it all looks good for somebody tuning in. For somebody who's got to sit through three hours of it, it's like a goddamn root canal. Yeah, I agree, man. I agree with all that, Ben. Um, 
All right, guys, Ben, what is going on lately with uh, Horseshoe mm. Genetics and Ben Hameen Media? What's going on, my friend? Yeah, I've got to upload to Amazon our new nutrient line, uh, a couple new products, uh, Micro Bomb and Bloom Bomb, and it's Croptober coming up here. So thanks to everybody who bought seeds from Horseshoe Genetics. I know we got some great growers out there that are crossover from Channel Attitude subscribers and send those Croptober picks. We love seeing uh, all the different strains you guys were growing there. And, uh, uh, but yeah, man, uh, another crazy week in the cannabis on the other side of stuff. But next week will be a little bit more laid back. We're relying on my HMG soldiers to uh, hold the line as I'm going away for my anniversary uh, vacation there and, and recharge and come back and just be a beast through the end of the year. So thanks to everybody who uh, hung out last night. We did the Monday locker room late and we just seen an uptick in all of uh, the numbers online and our live views and, and whatnot. So glad the community is growing. I was really pleased to see uh, that you're going to do a breakdown episode at, with Al Snow of OVW, you know, my, my home territory where I cut my teeth in, in everything in wrestling. So I think it's just a phenomenal and real look at OVW. It doesn't uh, mask it. And and the, re- uh, and the wrestling business. You know, it's a I smaller agree. scale, but, bro, it's yeah. the wrestling business, man. And there's a lot that Al can probably add in a master class breaking this stuff down. So not to book myself, but on any one of those episodes, I'd love to do a run in just to appreciate Al and uh, also ask some questions, uh, you know, that I have based off it. But if you guys haven't watched that yet, uh, do yourself a favor and really binge that OVW Netflix series. I, I had some good follow-up for season two on the Monday locker room on Hami media group of ideas that I, where I think they should go next. Uh, Ben F 35. That's the plane they can't find. Is that, is that what we're referring to there? I mean, are you, are you in the market to buy one? Cause I just happen to have one uh, in the backyard right now. And actually, can we talk a little bit about that on Massa shoot theater? We can, I just learned about it yesterday and I'm interested in hearing more about uh, the Philippines, uh, my way killer yeah. as well. Yeah, we got a few th- good topics at uh, Master Shoot Theater today. Mm-hmm. Stevie, man, sweeping the country, bro, with this uh, with this breakdown analysis, man. What's what's going on, man? Well, I think Nia Jackson wants to sweep up the country with my body from <laughs> coast to coast. So, and if um, any of you refute that, I dare you to come out here and do something about it. Yes. The new, the new one is when she left uh, the ring where she goes, you're on the list. <laughs> um, I want to just follow up, Ben. Please uh, give uh, Vince on Master Street Theater a more detailed thing. We didn't do a rundown last week about you were talking about the cannabis business and everything. Mm-hmm. You know more better about the origins of how they suppressed and criminalized and actually vilified cannabis and hemp and all that stuff so we should talk about that on master shoot but yeah the stevie richards wrestling analysis channel just about to hit sixty five thousand subscribers um we put out we put out a new playlist yesterday talking about the very basic moves and it was it was an experiment i was like can i really break down something as simple as to lock up go into nuanced detail it was like a 20 minute video and I said, this probably isn't going to do well. It's about to approach 40,000 views in one day, less than uh, 24 hours. So we're adding basics to that, too. And on Patreon.com forward slash Stevie Richards, I'm probably going to end up adding that coaching tier for independent wrestlers. So it'll be half hour Zoom calls, and we're going to go down and break down and analyze their matches and try to 
make some of these kids better workers. So I'm going to probably add that in the next few weeks. So go to the YouTube channel, go to Patreon. You'll get exclusive content, full match analysis. And then if you're an independent worker, look for those limited spots in that tier uh, coming very soon. Vince has been on hiatus uh, the last couple of weeks. So what what can we expect on Master Shoot Theater? Well, he's starting a new wrestling promotion, of course. He's going to start a new wrestling promotion, and everybody, male or female, has to have a dyed black mustache. Oh, and all God. the shows will take place on the train tracks. <laughs> <laughs> but I, oh, but also, but also, we Vince sort of, you know, as he knows, he went a little rogue at the stock exchange, and we're going to go in dive into that of Vince. There might be a few more NDAs that need to be signed with some female day traders that were there, and mm-hmm. we need to clean up a mess to Vince. There made. also is a uh, there also is a conspiracy uh, going around, Stevie. I mean, this one's a little far-fetched, but there's, oh a, consp- there's a conspiracy uh, going around that uh, Vince may actually be Dragon Lee under the hood. That's, oh that, can that's only, We can only hope and pray. Yeah, <laughs> that's going on. Guys, I, I want to promote one thing, uh, and it's what Ben said. Because, um, bro, there's only going to be seven episodes uh, because that's how many episodes there are of the wrestlers on Netflix. Every Tuesday night, bro, 8 o'clock Eastern uh, on my YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Vince Russo brand. Uh, Al is going to be on there. Al Snow, we are going to break down every hour, one episode a week of uh, wrestlers on Netflix. Bro, this will be your opportunity to hop in there. Ask Al questions about the show. Watch the freaking show, bro. I'm telling you, if you really want an insight into the wrestling business, this is it. So 8 o'clock tonight, Eastern, for the next seven weeks, bro. Get your questions ready to uh, ask Al. We're going to jump over to Master Shoot Theater now. I want to talk about this F-35. We're going to talk a little bit about the uh, My Way Killer. And we're going to find out about Vince owning his own company over yeah. on Master Shoot Theater, bro. Patreon.com forward slash Russo TWC. For me. Ben and Stevie, we'll see you next time.